Hello. It's a new year. It's a new me. I don't I don't know what to expect. Um, I'll be honest with you. I got a lot of hopes and I my biggest hope is that I'm not let down. <laughs> oh, that's fair. Hey. Uh, I am scared of change. Um, anytime anything new happens, I am paralyzed with fear. Um, so things are uh, things are not looking up uh, because uh, time time passing always brings new things. Um, and there are so many exciting new uh, games and events on the horizon um, that I am just cowering, uh, quaking in my boots. Event horizon? Yeah, well, sure. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> uh, you yeah, know, I'm like actually genuinely kind of nervous because this is this past year, 2023, was such a fucking banger. Yes. I have seen so many people analyzing this year. Well, not this year. We're actually. Uh, fun little peek behind the curtain. We are recording this the, the first, first day. day of 2024. Happy year. Have a new one. Have a great one. And we'll see how this one pans out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've seen so many people breaking down the what was going on in games in 2023. And it was it was kind of a wild ride because it's one of looking back the, the there are certain years that have been pretty legendary in terms of like numbers of new releases that have been really landmark. Yeah, there, there's been a couple different ones. I don't I didn't think we were going to be talking about this very much, so I didn't put together a list or anything. Yeah, but different people talking about like this year is going to legitimately join the list of some of the best years in gaming history. It was like 2013 uh, or 2011 or something like that. It was just like 2017 was a good year as well. Something yeah. like that. Um, like there or, just or been a couple of like crazy breakout years where like so many of the games that have like joined the annals of like gaming history have all mm -hmm. come out together and just been these epic landmarks of like what gaming can be. And this year did not disappoint. Yeah. I, it has been fascinating seeing this all play out in a year that's been terrible for the industry at large. Oh um, my god, layoffs galore. I think over, yeah. I think like 30,000 layoffs over the course of the entire gaming industry, over the course of one year, something like that. Yeah, a, a truly ridiculous and tumultuous time for anyone working and making games, um, but a fantastic year for those playing them. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's really been interesting to see all this play out. Um, no idea what it's going to look like going into next year, because I know a lot of people have been talking about, oh, part of the reason this year was so or this past uh, 2023 was so great was because all the projects that were cooking during the, the pandemic finally finished baking and were released. Yeah. I don't know how true that is. I think there, there's some truth to that, but I think it's also just the things come and go in waves. And it was about that time. Um, yeah, but it's it's a very unique situation we find ourselves in and it's it's going to be an interesting one to see if 2024 stacks up um so we wanted to do a little retrospective talk about the the last year um for us personally and then also for games as a whole and then kind of go over what we're looking forward to going in next time uh so we have a couple things here um allison if you don't uh mind you can go ahead and go first uh talking right. about just cool cool stuff that happened last year so it it can't go unmentioned i think like one of the games that just broke my brain 
not even early in the year about mid-year really just like it broke both our brains so much that we broke format on this show <laughs> the tears of the kingdom dude yes it's been, that's that's a pre-pandemic like that's been building for uh nearly a decade of work mm-hmm. has gone into making this game what it is I, I probably somewhere closer to like six or seven years but like that game has been work in the works since uh breath of the wild and it did not disappoint in the slightest it was so phenomenal just to get my hands on this massive chunk of game and the saddest part is I still haven't finished it because there are so many other good games that have taken me Honestly, away from playing it. I want to get back. So I actually am kind of hoping that 24 is a, a little calmer. So I have time to like finish some of these massive games that have come out. I, I absolutely know what you mean. I haven't gotten to finish it either um, for just for one reason or another. Um, it, it's truly fantastic what all they were able to fit into Tears of the Kingdom um i mean we we talked about it before uh but it, it's just it's something special that only comes around every once in a while so i, yeah. I absolutely feel you yeah I, I, let's 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 go back and forth what is what is what yeah. from you so i i only have two things i wanted to mention here and one okay. of the things i wanted to mention is the sheer number of new games i didn't get to because i know like oh despite everything we just said I have no money and no time. (laughs) And so there were a lot of games that were released that I either like didn't really get any exposure to at all, or I had to relegate myself to watching people play them on live streams, things like that. And I I know all of them are fantastic, but I just, I haven't been able to. So I wanted to shout out some games like pizza tower. That's been out for nearly a full year that I haven't even touched yet. Although I've seen a lot of people talk about it. Um, and, and seeing gameplay, it's fantastic. I mean, Baldur's Gate 3, Jedi Survivor, <laughs> Cocoon, Blasphemous 2, Spider Man 2, which I can't Spider-Man even, two. I don't have uh, the equipment to play because I, uh, I do, me, but I don't I'm not allowed to talk about it by my own rules. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, there's, oh. there's so many good games that deserve recognition that I wasn't able to play or talk about or anything like that this year. Um, and like you said, I do hope uh, 24 chills out a little bit so that I can finally get around to some of these and give them the attention they deserve. Same. I forgot about Cassette Beasts. I wanted to play so yes. bad and I never got around to getting to everyone said it was like musical Pokemon. And there was like mm-hmm. extra little bits to it. So I really wanted to check that out. Uh, I never got to play Dave the Diver. I really wanted to. Yeah. Uh, there was one that I heard about that I really wanted to play and I never got around to called Dordogne. I, I know I've butchered that. Um, D-O-R-D-O-G-N-E. Uh, it looked really interesting. It had a really cool story. It looked really cool. I never got to pick it up. I mm. wanted to so badly. Uh, one that was like a, a big hallmark for me that I played hours and hours of was... Uh, Cyberpunk came out in 2022. It became finally good this year. Sorry for burping directly <laughs> into Mike. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, and then calling it out so we can't cut it out. So, yeah, exactly. Now it's that, become part of the bit. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, Phantom Liberty, phenomenal. Like, yeah. that game took three years to get good. Same with uh, No Man's Sky. Like, it took some time. Holy hell that game was phenomenal 
It was so good. I will. I am going to do an episode on it. It will be very soon. But Jesus, that game was so good. I can't stress that enough of like that was a game of 2023 for me because 2020 it just it was a nothing burger. Yeah, I I there's so many games like I mentioned Baldur's Gate earlier. There's so many games that seem like they were tailor made for me or somebody who runs in my circles to pick up and spend a lot of time on. And it's such a bummer that I haven't gotten to. I will say since we're talking about some specific titles, one game that did drop kind of right at the start of the year that I don't think I think it was unannounced. There was no build up for it before the the day it was announced and became playable, um, but just completely took me by surprise and ended up being one of my favorite games of the year uh, was Hi-Fi Rush. Yeah, everyone's been talking about Hi-Fi Rush. Every yes. list, everything that I've seen, everyone talks about Hi-Fi Rush. And I'm so mad that I still haven't gotten around to playing it. It's so bizarre to. because there was no talk about it before yeah. it came out. Complete sleeper hit um I, I, I believe bethesda just announced it in the middle of one of their like game pass like uh in the middle of e3 i think something like that so in the middle of some event um just said hey by the way you can go play it now it's on game pass whatever and it blew my mind it was so much fun the music from that game still gets stuck in my head on a nearly everyday basis um the the combat is so much fun and fluid it is so unbelievably replayable in a way that a lot of games just don't get me because it's got that like rhythmic hook. Uh, it's just, oh, it's just so much fun to look at and to listen to. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) i i you made that episode and i immediately wanted to play it the only thing that i saw before it came out was it was on the like coming soon to game pass Mm -hmm. list i saw it there a couple of times i was like i want to check that game out and then you did an episode about it after it had come out i was like i want to check this game out i never got around to it that and uh Fay Farm. I wanted to play Fay Farm so bad. I watched that game in development for such a long time. And when it came out, came out along around so many other games I wanted to play. I was like, that's a farming sim. I know me with farming sims. I will lose my whole everything to this game. I can't play it yet. I have hmm. so many other things that are on my list. So I, I haven't picked it up, but I need to. There's also another game that I never got around to playing Videoverse was like this old like hallmark to retro gaming that seems so neat that i really wanted to play so badly i never got around to so i I need to go back to that as well Mm -hmm. oh but yeah games have just been so good um i'm so stoked on it and i i cannot wait to get to play more i we've also had some like really fun episodes this year just genuinely yeah last year has been such a good year all the way around, I, I actually had a really good time as uh, everything is like kind of falling apart. That's the, the <laughs> state of the world. But I still managed to have a good time as much as I could. Yeah. And I'm really stoked on that. Yeah. When it comes to entertainment, it's been a pretty solid past year. And just things that we've worked on, the, the stuff I've been a part of has been really even when it hasn't been fantastic, it's been interesting. And that's not yeah. something you can always say um yeah did you i so we, we were talking about it do you have one favorite episode that we made in the last year that sticks out to you oh that's a really difficult one i have a couple that like really stuck to me yeah <laughs> um i think the one that like i got super stoked on the one that like 
everything you said just made me hyped was gravity <laughs> circuit i really really yes. want to check that game out that game like really stuck with me i'm excited to play gravity circuit that would just so exciting and then also like having your brother on and having uh getting to hear about like a sonic adventure game that i'd never heard of that isn't a sonic adventure game i know but like kind of has that feel <laughs> is really exciting um and then also like a we hit our first year of doing the podcast and every single time I wanted to talk about Pokemon being like, I don't really have that much to talk about. It's just Pokemon TCG. It's real easy. We'll get through this an hour yeah. and a half later yeah, <laughs> or 45 I, minutes time. later or whatever. Every time I'm like, yeah, a 15 minute episode, 15 Pokemon <laughs> Emerald Rogue, 15 minute episode. There's not, a, it's just a mod pack for an existing game. It's not that mm-hmm. boom. <laughs> I think that was actually our longest episode of the year. <laughs> I have to say, though, some of my favorite episodes have been pretty much any time that we or more specifically you have talked about Pokemon. Um, I I know I've brought it up a couple of times in some different ways, um, but really just hearing other people talk about games that are interesting to them yeah. um, is, is so much more interesting than me going on and on about my own thing. So just knowing that somebody else really loves Pokemon is always brings me joy. Um, <laughs> I've I've also oh. just loved that experience. I'm I'm thinking of the the Shantae episode we did recently. Oh, dude! Um, yeah, exactly. Just hearing about games that seem like they're <laughs> right up my alley that I had no idea existed, and being introduced oh. to a whole bunch of new stuff like that. Just learning more about what's out there yeah. has, has been fantastic. That's one of my favorite things about this episode is getting to share. It's not every episode. But pretty frequently when I get to share a thing and then you get just as hype as I want you to be. And Shantae was the embodiment of that of like, hey, here's everything (laughs) that you like in one video game. And you're like, what the hell? Why haven't I played that yet? Exactly. And the only reason I haven't gotten around to it yet is because I'm still deep into (laughs) Sea of Stars, which is another I'm not going to take you out of it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, but another one that you recommended that I was like, I have to jump on this immediately. And that, I mean, that's the whole reason we do this. Yes, it's so exciting. And getting those <laughs> moments, uh, the one that I, I picked up that you recommended that I was so stoked on was Tunic. And Tunic was yes. such a good time. And my girlfriend gets mad at me oh. every time I talk about Tunic because I still haven't <laughs> finished it. She's like, you need to go back. And I'm like, yeah, but I played it. And then two weeks later, Tears of the Kingdom came out. <laughs> And then I've had a nonstop roller coaster of amazing games to play, and you haven't complained watching me play any of them, so I'm sure yeah, you're fine. Exactly. <laughs> but also, I want to go back and finish finish Tunic because mm-hmm. it's such a like the moments that you get, and you explain this so well of like <laughs> you hit a loop in the Dark Souls way, and you pop out, and you're like, with Dark Souls, you, when you hit the loop, you're like, oh, there's a gate there that's locked from this side. I'll probably yeah. pop out right the hell there. Um, with Tunic, it's like, wait, wait, what? Yeah, I'm exactly. here? Yeah, just like wait. the camera <laughs> rotates 90 degrees and suddenly it's like, oh, this has been here the, the whole, whole time. The, I just yeah. can't see it. I just heard the game changers. I've been here I've been the, here whole, the time. whole time. <laughs> uh, uh, shout out to Sam Reich. Hey. Um, <laughs> the, the, the realest uh, game show host there is. Um. <laughs> but damn, dude, that was such a trip. And then like going back into the same hole and being like, I could have I could have just gone this whole game backwards, but I didn't know. 
that that door was right there. Oh my God, that moment yeah. is so wild. And me explaining it doesn't ruin it because the second you have that moment for the first time, it's it's so amazing. It's so mm-hmm. great. So yeah, thanks for that recommendation. I really like that one. Yeah, of course. It, it's such oh. a unique game. Um, it is. I don't know if that recommendation was last year, but I played it last year. So yes, I, I believe it was when I was looking over the, the list. I believe that was last okay. year. But either way, just the, the last year's activity. Yeah. Um, one thing I'd also have to bring up. Um, I love talking about pen and paper and board games on this show. I know oh, yes. it's not really it's not as popular. I don't think I don't I don't think we get as much engagement. And I know video games are kind of right now. They're they're the more um, mainstream industry. There's a lot more going on there. But being able to talk about uh, different tabletop RPGs and board games and things that I've played, I'm thinking about getting to gush about Lancer and Deadlands and things like that. Um, my little one-page RPG corner that I keep coming <laughs> back to, stuff like that. Um, those are some of my most favorite episodes that I've made and been able to talk about because they're so different and they're something that's still kind of new to me and I think new to a lot of people. Um, and that's that's what I love bringing up as well. Dude, mm-hmm. Pokemans. I, that was the next thing <laughs> on my list. That was... That was the perfect combination of it is a it is a fan made, very well created game. It was a lot of fun to talk about. I love the system. You love Pokemon. Um, I had a blast playing it to to learn about it. And then that was also, I think, one of the first times um, and and that we got yeah. real um, reaction to yeah. one of our episodes. We the the creator of the game, Chronic Delusionist, reached hey. out to us and said, "Hey, by the way, like the episode you made. It was it was very cool to have that moment um, oh. where we were like, hey, we we talked about something, we enjoyed something, we were able to share it with everybody else up to the point where it got noticed.' And yeah. I don't know." Uh, how many people listened to that episode? <laughs> um, but just the the idea that we were we became part of something for that moment, yeah. Um, and that we we talked about a, a genuinely good game that deserved attention um, was was so much fun. Yeah, and like just hearing any amount of feedback that just like made my day of like hearing that the web designer for that website heard my freak out about <laughs> it and was so uh, that made my heart yeah. like just flutter a little bit it's just ah (laughs) that episode was so fun and i am still so sad that i still (laughs) you made an episode in like april i still haven't gotten to play pokemans and i want to so bad (laughs) yeah i there are speaking of which about uh engagement for a minute we've gotten some other people reach out to us and say hey let's i wish you would talk about this game or that game next um we see all of those don't worry about it um i promise we are getting there. Yes, we're getting there. We have one that we're we're getting to soon. Yes, um, but, but even among some of the others, um, we we really appreciate. And this has been, you know, we've only been doing this for a little bit longer than the year. But I, I feel like over the past year, we've gotten into a rhythm of um, engaging with with people and making things that people want to listen to, uh, combined with things that we find interesting or niche. Um, and just taking in so many different, all the different ways that people play games and talk about them and experience them, share them, things like that. Um, it's just been wild. And we, uh, we're, I, I'm so grateful that people actually listen to this. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's not something I ever thought would happen. Yeah. Uh, um, 
but yeah, we we hear you and thank you, and we're we're gonna keep on going. So if you if you've yeah. given us a recommendation, we're we hear you and thank you, and we love you very much, and we'll um we'll write you a nice note uh, and mail it to you. Yes, if if you if you tell us where to mail it to, I will mail a note with no return address. So if it gets lost in the post system, I'm sorry. I'm just I actually. I'll send up a signal flare if you could respond to that with a flare of your own and I can just go uh, follow it there and leave the letter at your, I don't know, doorstep or wherever mechanism that you use to launch the flare. I'll drive to Hawaii from Texas. I'll make it happen. That's probably the best way to go about contacting us. Yeah. Um, But if you're not (laughs) able to do that, (laughs) reach out to us on (laughs) X Twitter. Um, yeah. Or in any of the episodes we post, any of the engagement there, leaving comments, uh, things like that. Before um, we get too too much, like we're wrapping up the episode, yeah. though. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, sorry. This is a complete <laughs> tangent. We. This has just been about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I just want to make sure that people know we're not done yet. We have like a whole right. other section that we like. I'm so excited to talk about some of the games that I'm excited for next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just know that like there's a there's oh who is it um there's a famous YouTuber who is quote is easily quoted for um if a viewer uh smells blood in the water they'll they'll move to the next thing they, they once they feel like the vi- the the video is over they're they're ready to click off the second you start yeah. that wrap up yes uh, I was only talking about that because I've been thinking about what's been going on the last year and how yeah. we've uh, grown the as engagement a, has been a so show. yeah yeah is has been so nice if you do reach out to us I'm so excited to like hear from you yes um but with that in mind what comes next? Oh. Okay, so I have one that I predict is going to be an overlap for the two of us. Of yes. like, we're both probably excited for this game, so I'm really curious. Yes. If because uh, we put together lists before the episode, mm-hmm. is Hades two on your list? I have a terrible confession to make. Is it not? It is not. Oh my god. Okay, Hades two though. Yes. <laughs> I. <laughs> I'm going to be crucified for this one. I need to You don't like Hades minute. or you haven't played it? I played a little bit of Hades okay. and it just it's not for didn't you. Didn't click. I'm sorry. That's okay. I put put the weapon down. I promise. I know it's a good game. Back away from your beautiful everyone is so handsome i can't not love it everybody's sexy and the gameplay is so cool and it's it's fast and fluid and rpg and greek mythology that's everything everyone wanted everything everyone wanted it's everything i wanted and for whatever reason just the roguelike structure of it or the roguelite whatever you want yeah it is a roguelite yeah yeah yeah. whatever words mean (laughs) um I just, I couldn't, I couldn't stick with it. I'm so glad that I played it. And it truly, I could tell, like, it's a fantastic game. It is. Just for whatever reason, I, I couldn't stick with it to the point where I like got through the majority of the, the content. That's fair. Um, So I will, I will be turning in my gun and my badge. Um, and I will be, um, dishonorably discharged. Uh, from the gamer force uh, at whatever time you all see fit wait who gave um, you that gun i didn't give you a gun is, is I, it, is it anything from the podcast or just from being a game a, a capital g gamer 
uh, just from being a capital G gamer, okay, um, Nintendo actually PC gamer now. Personally, it's like the the Nintendo oh, the, uh, like light gun, system, the light gun. Yeah, um, but it actually does fire real lasers. Oh, um, I will be turning it in along with my gamer badge um, because I was not completely under the thrall that Hades had everybody in. Um, even though. It is a fantastic game. It is worth playing. And I am very oh much God. looking forward to the second one. I am too. I'm really excited to see what they refine because Hades one was so like fluid and fast and very fun. I'm kind of curious to see what else they have to say with a sequel. Yes, that's that I, is most of what I have to say about Hades two. I've heard I, I believe I've read somewhere that the sequel is going to be delving more into like witchcraft and things like that, which I think will be very interesting. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm really, really excited to see where it heads. I, I want to see what else is left for the series and where where they're going, because I can see so much more of this coming from Supergiant. I just want to see like, all right, cool. We've got a starting stone. Where do the steps lead and like where is this thing going? And can we get like a projection of like, all right, cool. Are they branching out into other mythologies? Like, are they going to add like other weaponry? Like, are they... The roguelike roguelite form is like really, really solid. Mm -hmm. And like, how do they add to that? What do they add to that? Are they going to keep making games? Are they going to add like DLCs for it? Is it going to get more of an expansion thing? Like, where does the series and franchise go or like as a whole? It's just exciting. So I'm excited to see the next step in that. Yeah, I'm curious if they're going to have to pull a God of War at some point where they have to start introducing just other mythologies and other gods and characters. Because like, well... Yeah we ran out of other ones um i guess in this case they're not all dying so no, you're mostly um, just trying to get out of hell so you're, you're dealing exactly. with a couple of deities but you're like being assisted so like there yeah. are like plot lines to be had here there's a lot to be done with the plot i want to see where the story keeps going yeah um so yeah i'm excited for that like i'm excited for this indie game that i love to continue growing yeah absolutely um what, what do you have any games that you're excited for i do i have several um i wanted to soft start my my list of what i'm looking forward to because there mm -hmm. was a game that was announced recently that i when putting this list together i was like oh yeah i'll talk about that one a bunch and then realized it's actually not going to come out until 2025 <laughs> um, which bummed me out to learn it but i do I was... want to bring it up as an honorable mention here hey. because i am unbelievably excited for monster hunter wilds um which was just announced at the most recent game awards oh, sick. Um, which is basically just one long um announcement of what the next games coming out <laughs> uh, from triple a studios are going to be in the next year um but i i have loved monster hunter for a very short amount of time compared to a lot of long-standing fans i was one of the the many people that were brought on with world um, and then after Monster Hunter Rise was a little bit different and learning a little bit more about why it was different and what's uh, expected next, um, learning that what is essentially just Monster Hunter 6 um, is going to be released um, in the in a future that's close enough to have been mentioned and numbered um, yeah. is, is very, very exciting. And looking at the trailer, they're going to be doing some cool stuff um, that hasn't really been done before. Um, and I'm really interested to see a lot of people are speculating about what that's going to look like, um, what what sort of mechanics are going to be in play. 
Um, how good it's going to be? Is it going to be as good as some of the other games? Uh, no, it's not, and you're a fool for thinking so. <laughs> uh, the only good Monster Hunter game was Monster Hunter Try, where they had swimming. Um, that's what about Monster Hunter now, the Pokemon Go version. More like Monster Hunter then, am I right? <laughs> Honestly, a lot of what you're saying about Monster Hunter uh, Wild? Yes. Okay. Let, let me double check that before <laughs> I say it wrong to everybody. To the internet. Uh, yes, Monster Hunter Wild. Okay. Um, I, I had a very small panic attack there because I was very <laughs> confident. And then you asked me one question. And I said, oh, no. Was I actually ever truly confident? Uh, exactly <laughs> the answer is no but we don't have to <laughs> delve into that right now uh i feel the same way about gta 6 like i thought about it and i was like actually wait that's not till 2025 but mm-hmm. also i'm excited and it's the sixth version of this thing that i really like and i'm like it's it's actually the seventh version depending on how you want to count it because there's gta 1 2 3 and then vice city san andreas five uh four five and six mm-hmm. So there, there were two between four and five. GTA is weird, but yeah. I'm very excited for more GTA to be a thing. But also that that is another honorable mention for 2025. Um, I do have a couple of obscure, obscure ones that I'm going to kind of just list off kind of rapid fire that I'm very excited for for 2024 that are definitely 2024. Yeah. Um, there is a game that came out for the 3DS that I loved called Fantasy Life. There is a new Fantasy Life called Fantasy Life I that comes out 2024. It was supposed to come out 2023. It got pushed to early 2024. So I'm really excited for more Fantasy Life. It's a really good like JRPG style game where you can do everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not locked into the archetype of like a rogue or a mage or a minor or whatever you can like, depending on what tool you're holding, you can do whatever job you want. It's a great game. You can't get it anymore because it was on the 3DS and they shut down the e-store. <laughs> <laughs> there is a phone game. It's not the same. The, there is finally a new one coming. I've heard that it's remarkably easy. To, to hack a 3ds, yeah, I I have to hack 3ds. I don't know if I don't know if you've heard, but I it's have. easy. It is easy and it's free. I don't know if you've heard how easy it is. It is it is easy. It takes an afternoon and maybe I would say it took me about forty five minutes to fully have my 3ds up and running and hacked and ready to play whatever video games that I would like that I have purchased legally. There is another game that I'm excited about called Reka, R-E-K-A, where you get to play as Baba Yaga um, in the like Eastern European forest. And you get to like a survival rust style, build your house on the chicken leg base. Um, and like you build a house like you would in like rust or in like, uh, what was that game? Raft or any like survival game with a snap to grid square based uh how is it like like a fortnite yeah like a fortnite yes very similar but you build your house and you're like apothecary and the whole thing is about like traveling and collecting herbs and making potions and helping villagers as you travel through the eastern european wilderness and you build your house and then it like lifts off the ground on the chicken legs and you can walk around and it's very funny to me but also i it looks really cool r-e-k-a it should come out the projected date is q2 2024 
2024. It's in early access. There are is a beta. It looks really neat, but I have not gotten to try it or play it. I recommend you take a look at it. It looks kind of fun. There's another like scrolling through the Steam page for Reka, and uh, yeah. I hope I'm saying that right. I it could be Rika. It could be. I, I just learned that I was saying Baba Yaga wrong, so I, don't, I have no idea. I, I say Baba Yaga, but that's how I've always heard it. So I apologize. I, I am an American. I do not know how to pronounce words. I will do better in the future before I start talking about stuff like this. Whenever I, I will do better research. This was just like a, 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 a throw in of a bunch of smaller games that I'm excited for. Um, the Gecko Gods you play as a little lizard. I'm excited for that game. It comes out 2024. Uh, Turnip Boy is returning. Turnip Boy commits tax evasion. It's getting a sequel. He's going to rob a bank this time. That's the name of the new one is Turnip Boy Robs a Bank. Oh, well, I, thought you, said, I thought you meant the name of it was going to be Turnip Boy is going to rob a bank. No, it's Turnip Boy Robs a Bank. Uh, there's Turnip Boy commit, commits tax evasion. And the new one is Turn, Turnip Boy Robs a Bank. So I'm pretty excited to rob a bank with that little boy. Um, Little Kitty Big City, very fun. Played the demo. There is a free demo for that one. You are a lost kitten in Tokyo. You get to run around and just explore the city. It's like Stray. If Stray wasn't stressful, post-apocalyptic, you're just running around Tokyo and having a good time trying to get back to your apartment. Um, And then the last one that I'm actually like genuinely, besides uh, the remake of Thousand Year Door, I'm I'm very excited about that one. That's That's, on both of our lists as well. Okay, cool. Um, The other one is Princess Peach Showtime. I'm excited to see what the heck that game is. It looks so cool. Absolutely. Um, It comes out in March. I'm so excited. Yeah, absolutely. I I do actually have a little note here. Um, Both of those were on my list of things I wanted to talk about specifically from Nintendo. Um, because they had a pretty banger year as yeah. well, just with their main like, like Mario, uh, Super Mario Wonder just came out, and they have Dude. been doing really well on remake yeah. too. Um, as far as uh, Super, oh, Mario, Super Mario RPG, uh, uh, Seven Stars. Yes, I need remake. to play Super Mario RPG. That has like been on yes. my list, but again, busy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I I have played the original. I know that was fun, and I've heard a lot of people say that the remake um both justifies its own existence and is a, a very solid true to life uh, remake of the original. Awesome. Um, very, very well regarded. Um, a lot of people love it. So yeah, with that in mind, I'm looking forward to, we, we know uh, paper Mario, the thousand year door is getting a remake. It, it looks beautiful. Uh, it completely caught me by surprise when it was announced. Yeah. Um, same. I I'm, screamed. I actually yes. screamed at my phone in my bed. I was watching the Nintendo direct before I went to work <laughs> and I saw the like book open. I was like, no, shit. <laughs> I don't think I recognized it uh, by the book, but as soon as I saw the, like the town center of Rogueport where you start out, I was like, no oh. way. <laughs> yes um and i'm also really excited to see that this means that they're still remaking some of the gamecube games for the switch um because that was one of the best eras of gaming i'm Uh, not afraid to say it and many other people aren't as well um so so to see a lot of those just nostalgic and that it was the one that was the best for you because you were a child and had nothing to do and it was the most like memorable straight up I thought that was the case, but I've gone back no, and played I've, I've most of the Mario games since then. Um, Thousand Year Door is still just far and away the best. True, although I will say Origami King was very fun. You can come at me as much as you want. I had a great time with Origami King on the Switch. I, I think thought that's it was fair. a good game. 
I'm also the one Sticker Star supporter uh, that's still alive on planet Earth. I have Sticker Star for my 3DS. I've been meaning to go back and play it. I have, like, I liked it, but I did not finish it, and I want to, like, go back and actually yeah. play through it. If anyone tells you it's not good, they're just haters, and you should ignore them. Um, but I know that I'm yeah. the one person who thinks that. Uh, but we're also looking at a Mario versus Donkey Kong remake. Oh, um, I saw that one. I didn't wild. add that to my list. I I am curious to hear a little bit about it because I didn't ever play those games as a kid. Yeah, my only exposure to that was I think the sequels with the the March of the Minis and all yeah, that. Yeah, I you, remember the commercials. Yeah, it was more of like a um, I, I don't even know how to say it, but it it it, it was less of a the what it looks like a Mario versus Donkey Kong is where it's a. You, you are still Mario and it's kind of got some platforming elements, um, but it, it's all together in this puzzle box thing. I mm -hmm. want to say the the one with the minis in it and all the, the subsequent um, uh, sequels have all been more about like you automatically start this toy down this path and you have to build the road for it, um, which is a little bit different in the, the, the genre and expectation for it. Um, still also very, I, I, I know a couple of people who have played those games and have really enjoyed them but I didn't really know much about the original and now it's getting just fully remade. Looks very interesting for the switch. So really interested to see what that looks like. It looks like a lot of fun. Um, we, we love a puzzle box Nintendo game. They're always yeah. uh, top tier. I have a question for you actually, just real quick. Yeah. With the remake of Super Mario RPG and the remake of Thousand Year Door coming so close together, mm -hmm. do you think Nintendo is prepping us to have a new Mario RPG story? Because they haven't really done anything like that other outside of Paper Mario in a while, but they've got a couple of different RPG like uh Mario games coming out like pretty close together. Like, do, this is prediction. Like, this is not, like, set in stone. But I I have a hard time saying yes to that. Okay. Just because um, the Mario and Luigi series uh, with um, Superstar Saga, Bowser's Inside Story, yeah. all those going up to Dream Team. And, I was so uh, curious about things like that. Yeah. Um, they no longer exist, if I remember right. Uh, the the studio that made those specifically um, just um, isn't anymore. Oh, um, I could see them revamping Paper Mario in a way that people have been asking for, because I know even with Origami King, like you just said, um, it was a pretty solid game. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people have been saying, hey, we want to go back to the thousand year door style where there are these things that we're missing. Um, so. Mm -hmm. That I could see them going back to and maybe saying, okay, we had it wrong the last couple of games, even though that's not fair or true. It they really had isn't. it wrong. They were just doing something different. Uh, but yeah. I can see them returning to form in some way along those lines. Really, what I think this is, is them just filling the void between this and the next new Paper Mario game. Or if, if I'm wrong about Mario and Luigi being dead and there's a new entry coming out in the next several uh, years or a couple years or so, um, this feels more like a, uh, a bandage over that for them to say, hey, here's some other uh, Mario games to, to hold you over until then. That's, that's my take on that, but I'd be curious your, uh, your perspective. Uh, I like that take at least because it, it expresses the, the recognition of a need for something here people want that that 
Nintendo recognizes that people want games like Super Mario RPG and Thousand Year Door. They're putting them both out right next to each other, and they know that they're going to be big sellers. Yes. So my curiosity goes into, with them expressing that that knowledge of a slot to fill, what do they create to fill that slot long-term or post these remakes? Because do they continue remaking old games? Do they try and rehire some of those old devs who did the Superstar Saga or the Mario and Luigi games? Or like, how do they how do they handle that? I I would like to say yes. I would like to say that they they probably are working on something. I can't definitively because no one knows. But like, I want to hope that they are working on more Mario RPG style games because I really like what they do when they do well. With Super Mario RPG and with Thousand Year Door and even Origami King and other like RPG games around that, when they do those games, they are really fun. I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see the recognition of people liking specifically those two being a big hit. Them putting them out uh, is definitely like a, a business feelers of like, all right, cool. How much demand is actually there? Is there enough demand for us to warrant? hiring talent getting a team together and putting together another game like this or not and these games are doing really well they're really critically highly well received people are really enjoying them so it does show me that nintendo is at least seeing all right cool there's good business to be had here from a monetary perspective there's something to do here so they are more likely to do it because nintendo at least as of recent runs way more like a company than just like oh i'm just your friendly little game dev over here yeah so them having that monetary incentive and seeing like okay cool there's a pretty big demand people are buying these games up they're really enjoying them and these are the like demographics that are playing them based on the switches that they're installed on etc etc they're gathering a lot of good info to put together something that i'm hopeful will be satisfactory in that niche that's that's kind of my overall thought in that vein yeah, I get you. I it, it's interesting because historically in my mind, Nintendo has been really the game company that is the most likely to kind of not worry about what the current trend is or what's going well with them, and instead mm-hmm. just kind of take whatever new creative visions they have and put that together and release it, regardless of what they think is going to perform the best. But that's fair. I know that's been a little bit less true recently. They they've, they've shown more of a focus on like community um in- engagement things like that um and listening a little bit more closely to responses people have to the games um, yeah. and, and really more what they're anticipating next um yeah uh i watched a really great video i wish i could cite my source on this uh i will see if i can find it so that james can put something in the description of uh Nintendo or specifically Pokemon has been listening to their fans a lot recently and like with relatively mm-hmm. rapid uh, succession of like okay cool in the last game they didn't like this in the next game this you can actually see these issues have been changed or like the big outcries for a lot of them a lot of issues have been resolved or at the very least like addressed by uh, Nintendo um i'll see if i can find a better better source on that because i'd like to give credit to the person who had that idea initially but uh i'm gonna call bomber guy on you uh, uh dude i watched that whole video the plagiarism I, one i did too yeah it's that wild was, oh my god that was such a 
amazing video sorry i know that he does not need more views i mean i want more <laughs> views on that because james yeah. Orton, mm, um but 12 million views Dan, in four <laughs> weeks that's insane yeah um but yeah i was just watching it earlier today and like people were complaining that in the main game of scarlet and violet the world felt empty and in the dlc the new areas that you get they feel so full and lively they are smaller but way better packed um the store story feels way less flat and way more interesting um the one of the big points that they pointed out is a lot of the mythic releases so pokemon has different tiers of monsters one of them is mythic and mew would be a mythic not in the game released in an event that is usually the qualification for a mythic pokemon so you've got your like mew you've got your celebi you've got pokemon of that ilk um Mm -hmm. the mythic pokemon for gen 9 which is the generation we're on now um Mm -hmm. or the last few generations it's all been through you type in a code, you go to the Pokemon Center, the guy hands you the Pokemon and is like, congrats, you got the new Pokemon. When Celebi and Mew and a lot of the old ones were, hey, you type in this code, we're going to give you a ticket. That ticket's going to take you to a new island. On that island, you're going to do a little story, hunt down a Pokemon, and then you'll get the mythic Pokemon. There's like a thing that happens. Yeah. Um, and gamers have been honestly like... a correctly a little annoyed and that like hey it used to be this whole thing and now you just like hand it to us and that just doesn't really feel good yeah um it feels bad to just be like well here's this special thing there's no story or anything go watch the movie i guess bye that's (laughs) it and that's it's kind of sad so the new one the new mythic it's looking like there's going to be like an hour to an hour and a half like epilogue to the story of the dlc and the main story that introduces the mythic pokemon as an event overall so if you have the dlc you get the mythic pokemon and you get to go on like this extra trip that like interacts with the main cast and the uh, old cast and brings everything together into like a nice little bow on top moment which is really cool (laughs) So they are like listening to the grumblings of like, I don't like how you've been doing this. And like, all right, cool, fix it. I don't like how big and empty this area is. Okay, cool, fix it. I like that there's a lot more like, it seems like they're listening and reacting a lot more than they have in the past. But they're also able to do patches and DLCs, which they've not been able to do in the past. So I think that the new modality that they're launching their games with, with the DLC add-on and having like, patch notes and being able to add things later on has actually helped them be able to engage with the community in a new way and i'm really hopeful fingers crossed this is the year that nintendo figures out what the internet is i don't think that's possible still <laughs> i think we gotta get another good decade, decade before nintendo yeah. figures out how the internet functions um, <sighs> at that time it'll probably be the, the hypernet or whatever comes next <laughs> So some new thing that they'll be like, dude, we just got dial to engage with. Yeah, exactly. Like Nintendo, please. Yeah, have, have y'all heard of floppy disks? We could have made we could have made Tears of the Kingdom so much faster. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, they've been working with floppy disks. They're like, wait, yeah. what's what's a flash drive? <laughs> what is this flash storage you speak of? Is that like a CD-ROM? <laughs> it's fun we love nintendo 
There is also um, high rumors that there will be a new Nintendo console that will have the power of a PS4, yeah. which is a, a f- eight year old console. But just don't tell them that. Dude, that's still a huge improvement. <laughs> that That is huge for something like the Switch to come along and have that yes. kind of improvement. So I'm excited for a Switch-like thing to have. This is a rumor. This is not yeah. like this is high speculation, but mm-hmm. fingers crossed there's a new Switch. I just yes. I really want a new more power. Just give me more power. Absolutely. And, and Nintendo is also they have literally never been concerned with the power or the no. fidelity of their hardware as much as the unique things that they can do with it yes um, and they do yeah. many unique things but there is a point and it does it is visible that many of their game modern games are struggling specifically in the power aspect their ideas yeah. have outgrown this console mm-hmm. and it is time for them to add gas to the tank so they can continue driving because otherwise they're they're stuck in the limitations of what they can do with this thing and it's it is obvious and at least to me that there is a point beyond where they're at that they want to achieve Mm -hmm. um and yet to to wrap up the nintendo variety hour i do want to (laughs) talk about princess peach showtime a little bit as well Um, just because it's so wild to me that the the most recent princess peach themed or not the theme but focused game that we've had uh before this was was it wasn't it super princess peach on the nintendo ds <laughs> yeah or was there another one in between because no that's that w- all i can think of too i was thinking that exact yeah. same thing and that's that was for not the ds that's not for the 3ds as some of the kids no just the regular ds and also i have seen on tiktok recently and it's making me very sad of when people talk about the ds people are be like wait you mean the 3ds right and it's like no there was no. one that came before no. that you absolute fools you absolute child no time time no. will pass you by as it has done myself the 3ds um, came after but no i'm talking ds dsi era everything you hold dear will crumble to dust like the nintendo ds has <laughs> apparently done um but yeah it's been that long since we've had a princess peach game and that one was kind a of is a, a, a pretty bad miss um yeah. all things considered um so it's really interesting to see because they're i i really like the uh the the focus that princess peach has been getting recently um, developing her a little bit more as her own character um which is which has been going on for a while but i think this is a good next step into like okay well now we actually have a good idea for yeah. for making her own game let's see how it pans out uh it uh, i love the whole uh, stage play uh setting that this has all been wrapped up in very yeah. Super mario 3 um it's just very very delightful to see um and again a complete surprise so i I don't know really what to expect going into it aside from either. Uh, just classic Nintendo family fun. Um, but it, it, it does look um, really different and really cool. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for them to be changing up the formula, especially with such tried and true character. It's yeah. really exciting to see them like do something new completely. Cause I, I, like you said, I have no idea what to expect from this. I, I, even looking at screenshots is so wild. Yeah, watching the trailer was a little bit, um, it was just a, a, a string of me saying, oh, huh. Oh, that, okay. Yeah. Interesting, like, I, okay. I can see the yeah. idea, 
but also it just is in such a weird spot where I'm like, yeah, all right. Like, I'm really curious to see what you do with this. What do you make of this? Where does this go? Mm-hmm. Very exciting to me. I, I'm I'm very excited to see them develop this further. And hopefully there be more games like this. Yes. Instead of it just being Mario, like explore some of these other characters. We got Mario. We got Luigi. Luigi's Mansion 2 remake is coming out next year. Yo, straight um, up. Who cares about Mario anymore? He had his game. He did it. He had honestly, a good one last year. Take a back kinda, yeah. seat for a second. Okay. We got Captain Toad. We got Peach. We got Luigi. Daisy ain't got a game. Yeah, actually, I think there was a Daisy game. Was there? I feel like there was. Hold on. Sorry, bringing the podcast to a halt. Uh, no, I, this this is an important question that needs to be answered. In the meantime, I will say we do need another Wario game that's not a WarioWare game, as fun yeah, as those it's are. Wario we Land. need a Wario, Wario Land or Wario. I mean, we could even take Wario World at this point. Um, and we we need him back. He's so terrible. I I love him. He's small and round and very very rude. Okay, I was incorrect. There is not a Daisy game. She has just been in a bunch of different games. Um, honestly, she just owns Mario Tennis because yeah. I think that's where she was introduced. That's um, also probably incorrect. I hate to break it to you, but Waluigi does own uh, the tennis. Uh, side of mario (laughs) yeah daisy can take golf all she wants everyone knows tennis is where the real money is and that is where waluigi reigns supreme thank you and good night also correction to myself uh she did not premiere in wario tennis she premiered in war uh super mario land oh yeah that's right she was the um she was in that so my bad sorry i just i had to mute the most righteous sneeze that's ever escaped from my face (laughs) okay Oh, things are going well for me physically right now. Um, oh, also, one last thing from me. Uh, Eastward has a DLC coming that is a oh. farming sim. They're turning Eastward into right. Stardew, which I'm actually kind of excited for. I forgot that that's coming, but I'm I'm actually kind of excited for that. Yeah, I have yet to play Eastward, the, the main game, but I've heard pretty solid things about that. It's really um, fun. I want to do an episode on it, but I want to yeah. finish it before I do an episode because there's a lot going on there. Absolutely Fish has its issues, but they do publish some pretty decent games. Yeah, they've had they've had a lot of recognizable titles um, yeah. that, are, that are pretty solid, and I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Um, just that whole experience. Uh, once you, you talk about Eastward and getting into that in the DLC, yeah. uh, it looks very cool. I will say uh, one game we've already actually talked about, but will be fully releasing um, this upcoming year. Uh, another Crab's Treasure. Yes. Yeah. The crab game. I, I was thinking about that one, too. That was such a that's such a fun episode. And then I did make my girlfriend play it for me. So that was yes. also very fun to watch. Yes, good. It was a very fun demo to play. A very refreshing take on the, the Souls-like formula up until now. Um, I was very, so... very cute and very interesting to play due to all the like the shell mechanics and things like that. I'm very much looking forward to the full fleshed out version of that. I was so happy to see someone finally put their money where their mouth is on the accessibility and souls like games. Yes, because I've played so many souls like games and I've heard this argument back and forth of like accessibility needs to be added to souls like games and no one has done it like there have been there are like hundreds of souls like games and no one has even taken the time to try um mm-hmm. uh, okay that's a very blanket statement as far as i know 
no one has even taken the time to try. And it was really refreshing to see someone bake in accessibility features and put their money where their mouth is of like, no, we're making it so it's like these features are possible. Let's show people that you can still have a satisfying game and have accessibility features and make a souls like game. It was really cool to see. I'm excited to see more from them. Just yeah. as a whole. I'm curious to see if Krill gets a gun in the full game. Um, I mean, he already did get a gun, so I'm assuming he probably will. Yeah. Does he do you get to keep it? I hope a so. question. Yeah, they should. Revolt. I like that. <laughs> he, he had his uh, conceal and carry revoked. He can't carry it anymore. <laughs> Didn't pay to, to renew the license. Um, but yeah, very much looking forward to that. Uh, the last game I have on my list, and this is probably the game I'm looking forward to most out of anything, uh, and one that I've been looking forward to for a long time, um, even before I knew that it was happening, because I love the original so, so, so much. Um, Hyper Light Breaker was originally slated to come out or at least be an early access towards the end of 2023. It got pushed back a little bit. There have been development updates. Um, it's uh, They're on target to release it in early 2024. And oh my goodness. Hyper Light Drifter is one of the best games I've ever played full stop. One of the, one of the best, not just video games, not just top down, not just adventure action um, like Zelda like games, just fantastic game all across the board. And Hyperlight Breaker is taking that, uh, putting it into full 3D um, heart machine. The developer has had a couple more games under their belt since then. Um, they are they know what they're doing. Solar Ash made by the same developer was also an incredible amount of fun. One of my other favorite games of all time. And And seeing all that come together into this next game. So many people are excited for it, and I am among those those fans. Um, it's it's looking absolutely incredible right now. Very densely packed, a lot of fantastic just, uh, attention to detail and really unique. Like it, this game looks and plays a, as far as everything that's been shown, uh, like no other game out there. Something that only Heart Machine has been able to figure out for whatever reason. Um, and it's it's a little bit hard for me to describe right now. But it's something you have to just go look and see and play the earlier games for yourself. And you will understand why I am losing my mind waiting to play Hyper Light Breaker. I, okay, so you had Hades and I have Hyper Light Drifter. That's fair. I'm not going to say that I don't like it. I have ADHD pretty severely. I played mm -hmm. about 15 minutes of it and then I stood up from my chair and I don't remember what I did, but I never played the game again. <laughs> so I, I, I have not played Hyper Light Drifter, but I do need to give that a shot and uh, actually go into it and give it a fair, fair shake, especially if there's a sequel coming. I also forgot to mention there's a, a, a quote unquote new Shantae game coming out this upcoming year that I'm very excited for. Uh, it's the Shantae Advanced game, but yes. yeah, the, the one that was lost to time and then yes. uh, quote unquote re-released now in the, the sort of original intent. Yes, it, yeah. is, it is the same game, but made new. It's got the retro Game Boy Advance style. And for all you youngins who remember the DS, but not the 3DS, the Game Boy Advance came before that. Um, it looked like a little laptop. It was very cute. Uh, it was the first folding console. I, yeah, I actually it don't was, think. 
That's... It was basically like a flip phone that you could play Mario on. Dude, it was so sick. Um, but yeah, there was supposed to be a Game Boy Advance game that never came. And uh, well, I guess all that that we just said was about the Game Boy Advance SP and not about the Game Boy Advance itself. Um, yes. So, but this was supposed to be later in the Game Boy Advance's yeah. life cycle. So yeah. it was probably like closer to the SP era, but mm-hmm. definitely was not intended for the Game Boy Micro, which we're not even going to get into today. Uh, come back next year for more gaming history. <laughs> you uh, have to wait a full year. Mark your calendar. 1 1 2025 we will finally be talking about the game boy micro um, the, the world's most anticipated gamer review i know it's uh we'll do a retrospective i'll buy one play it all year and then i'll do a retrospective on the game boy micro <laughs> that um, sounds terrible and you have to do that now i know i really want a game boy micro so i actually might <laughs> um but yeah no uh shantae uh, advanced risky's revolution is coming they remade it they added some stuff for the first time ever there's a multiplayer shantae game that's super exciting yeah. so like very exciting games to come very exciting year i'm 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 ready for it i am like quaking with anticipation yes um, all in all, looks like it's going to be a pretty solid. Oh, goodness. Here comes the sneeze again. I am Quake 2, but not Unreal Tournament 3-ing. All right. We're good for now. It's I'm I'm going to perish, but um, then perish. I will probably. <laughs> um, But yeah, looks like it's going to be a pretty great year. 2024. Um. Like we said at the top, anything could happen. Yeah. That's that's the thing about time. It only moves in one direction. You can't see it until it happens because video. we are the kinds of creatures that we are um, with the kinds of senses that we have. But uh, video game, good. Uh, didn't talk really much about any um, upcoming board games or tabletop RPGs, anything like oh, that. Yeah. Just because I don't, I don't know much about what's up and coming in that scene. But really curious to see what pops up in that area as well. Yeah, I'm excited to hear about it. Yeah, and hopefully get to play little bits here and there with you when you're yeah, not, absolutely when you're not a busy boy. Yeah, I that should be slowing down soon ish. Hopefully we'll, we'll see. I mean, that's is this is life. Yeah. Sanity. Yeah. Uh, really looking forward to what we do with the show as well. I know we have a couple things behind the scenes that we're looking at starting up or or, or revving up here. Um, yeah. I'm very excited. We we have a couple of cool ideas. So yeah. stay tuned. I'm excited for I'm really excited for 2024. It's gonna be a cool year. Um Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, check us out on Twitter. Check us out on places. Look at look at our stuff. We exist <laughs> at YSPG <laughs> underscore pod. Yeah, um, I know we sort of already talked about all the ways that you can yeah. uh, get a hold of us and have a fun conversation with us about games because that was something I talked about at length um, about halfway through the episode. Jimothy, the call to action goes at the end. <laughs> I, You don't know that. We're experimenting with the format this year. What if it doesn't? <laughs> That's honestly fair, fair. I'll let you have this one. I uh, you shouldn't. That was a terrible excuse. <laughs> hey, um, but everyone who has listened this far, thank you so much. Um, yeah. Look forward to just uh, things things happening in the next year, as they always yeah. do, and they will continue to. Very exciting. Um, but until then, um, I don't know, Allison, if you have anything else to add. No. All right. 
asked and answered. Well, in that case, um, I've been James. I've been Allison. And we'll we'll hear from you all and talk to you all and see you all later on this year. Everyone have a wonderful 2024. Um, and we'll we'll get them next time, champ. Start your savings fund for Halloween decorations now, otherwise you won't get what you want, I swear to God. Just build your costume now, honestly. Yeah, just do it right now. Do it in January. People will think you're crazy, but when Halloween comes around, I almost said Christmas, when Halloween comes around, you'll be the <laughs> spookiest on the block. It's not cosplay, it's uh, preparation. Anyway, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> preparation H. Bye-bye. <laughs>